0: Boom 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 boom
1: boom hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock and Podcast, we have Carnage Alpha, and on my right hand side over here is my right hand man, Gabriel, who's gonna be our assistant engineer. We have some windows that we need to breathe the darkness in. That's right. So Carnage Alpha's got a new album that was released I I recorded just a couple of days ago but uh, by the time everybody out in the internet world is going to be hearing this probably about a month ago Uh, but November 27th via Wormhole Death Called From There to Oblivion right now I'm being joined by Fred to share some more information about this amazing record what the boys have been up to so Fred, welcome to the show thank you so much glad to be here absolutely great to have you on now What an incredible year. I guess my first question is, was the plan always to release this record uh, at the end of the year? Or because of the way things have gone uh, with coronavirus, was the record pushed out?
0: Um, To be honest, before May this year, Carnage Alpha didn't really exist. So (laughs) everything has gone quite fast, to be honest. So we just tried, we, we created the songs and just wanted to get the album out, well, as soon as it was done, and, uh, well, like you said, it just landed on on this date, in this month. There was no plan for it, to be honest.
1: Okay. Now, that was an incredible statement, because how many bands out there have been going for years uh, before they finally released something, and you guys didn't even exist, uh, and then I don't know. You guys got Chinese food one night. Popped open your fortune cookie, and it said, "Start a band." And then it had lottery numbers. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, well, pretty
0: much. To be honest, we are both in uh, one uh, another band together. And then we just, you know, we wanted to create something like a little bit different. And then we started turning out songs, and it worked so well. Everything flows so well, and here we are.
1: Yeah! Okay, if you don't mind, maybe take us through a little bit more of that. Were these songs that you guys had written completely fresh, so they're brand new? Or are they ideas that have been kicking around and you guys thought these deserve a new, I don't know, moniker? And so then Carnage Alpha was created to suit the songs that you guys had.
0: No, uh, actually everything is new from scratch. There was no nothing from the beginning. It was just, you know... I, I told uh, Matthias that I'm like, I have an idea and uh, you want to try something. And uh, well, then we just started creating and, it, you know, everything flows so well together. So he's a uh, multi-instrumental and I'm, you know, I can do some things.
1: <laughs> so it, it, it quite helped a lot, to be honest. <laughs> Fantastic. So then is it just you two guys on the record? Yep. Okay. We do everything ourselves. Okay. And then mixing, recording, mastering, how did that take place? How did that happen? Uh, we
0: record at home, and I mixed and mastered the album. Um, so, obviously, the drums are a drum machine, but we're going to change that for next album because a good friend of mine, he's a really good drummer. So, But, uh, yeah, we made everything ourselves at home.
1: Okay. Something you mentioned there was that one of your friends is a really good drummer, um, and I was recently chatting with a band that used a service uh, aside from a friend, you know, that, that that can play the drums, but used a service where, uh, they write out the drums, you know, in the program, whatever it is that you you use, Easy Drummer, cool. Superior Drummer, uh, Get Good Drums, whatever. Write out the MIDI, send it to somebody, and they have a drum kit with a studio set up, and they're able to record the drums and send back the audio pieces, um, so that. There's, I guess, maybe a bit more of a human feel. Uh, Why not take, I don't know, maybe another month to have your friend record the drums now on this record?
0: Well, basically, it's because he's in two other bands: the other band that uh, me and Matthias are in, and uh, one of my bands. So uh, at the time, there wasn't really we didn't really want to involve anybody else. We just wanted to be to make the music the two of us because it's the flow is different it works out very well and you know you don't have to rely on anybody else
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we never thought actually it would go this far that we would you know make a record get a record deal get the album out you know everything has just come along uh along the road so to speak
1: yeah okay so in sweden drummers are in multiple bands who knew <laughs> now how yeah. did wormhole death get involved in the picture did you guys start shopping around after you had the record because initially you said you know let's just start working on this who knew is going to go this far well eventually at some point you had to i don't know shop around or say yes to wormhole death so how did that happen how did wormhole get involved
0: well it, it was pretty simple we we made like a, I i think it was five or six tracks when When they were basically done, uh, I started to shop around a little bit just for fun to see if anybody wanted to pick it up. I mean, usually nowadays it seems like labels don't want to listen to like a full album. Sometimes they just want a couple of songs just to, you know, get the feeling of everything. And uh, so I just sent it and I got a reply and Carla loved it and he wanted to sign us. Okay. Well, that
1: sounds reasonable. Well, yeah, I mean, it was just
0: pure (laughs) luck, I guess.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, traditionally, maybe I shouldn't spoil it, but traditionally, you'd end up in Italy eating gelato and pizza.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as soon as we can travel.
1: (laughs) Boom, baby. You'll be looking out the windows of that plane, which remind me of the track windows which has a an official lyric video so uh for everybody out there listening or watching um go to today's show notes ca or if you're on youtube it will be in the comments down below um the lyric video for windows why this track to get the lyric video is this is this like the the song that was the one that got you the record contract uh
0: i think to be honest uh, carlos one one of his favorite tracks was breathing the darkness if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong but i really like windows because it's very melodic it's like the 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 guitar the parts from matthias is, is very melodic it's it has a nice i think a nice melodic chorus that really sticks to my head at least so i don't know it just felt like that was the song we wanted to show off
1: Okay, and then Breathe the Darkness was the one that Carlo wanted to show off.
0: <laughs> well, not, not, not really, but I, I felt that, like, it's it's quite different from Windows, so why not take two, like, pretty different songs? Also, Matthias is the one that sings the entirety of, of Breathing the Darkness. Usually we share lyrics and vocal duties.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, why is that? Was he the only one capable of Breathing the Darkness? Nah,
0: I mean, we just,
1: <laughs> we that, like, we take one song each
0: as well, so we have, like, one song each that we sing on individually, and the rest of them, we share the vocal work, so we usually do, like, first verse, second verse, and chorus together, because we have quite different vocal styles, so we can just, you know, make it more uh, dynamic, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, now, lyrically, I guess, you mentioned you guys share the lyrics, so... What are these two tracks about, and does that coincide to a theme for the album?
0: Yeah, I mean, we we have we have a specific lyrical theme, and it, it's a little bit abstract. Um, so I mean, when you listen to it or when you read the lyrics, you might not really get what they mean. But always there is some point, some meaning behind it that we both know, but people will interpret it. Oh, that's a hard word to say. Interpret it really differently. So uh, Windows is, is is more like Well, you just have to think about the lyrics for a second. There because I almost, almost forgot it uh, already. Embarrassing, but Hey, I gotta be honest. <laughs>
1: well, it's okay, and I mean, you know, English isn't your first language, so I mean, you know, you gotta tra- nope, not. you gotta translate and then think about lyrics that you wrote. Did you actually? That's a good question. Do you write lyrics in Swedish and then translate them? Oh fuck no. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> no, no. Well, we we <laughs> we no.
0: We write everything in English. I mean, even my phone language and and Windows is in English. So I mean, hmm. uh, operating system, not the song. But but you know.
1: It, it comes more natural. Okay,
0: well, that's an interesting.
1: Is that, is, is that just you, or is that a Swedish thing?
0: Uh, I think there is something obviously wrong with me. So I guess it's it's okay. me.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, well, anyway,
0: Windows Windows is is you know, it's just about um, you know the typical themes like misery and just you know cursing the existence of your life, not knowing where to go or or what to do. It's like looking out the window and just uh, longing for something that you can't get, you know.
1: So, well, you live in Gothenburg, so this sounds this sounds correct.
0: (laughs) It does, doesn't (laughs) it?
1: As as the rain hits the window pane and you wish for something else.
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, (laughs) and it kind of, to be honest, it kind of fits with today. I mean, we are living in a pandemic right now, which none of us have ever noticed before i mean this is something entirely new and the situation is so weird not being able to travel or do anything so it kind of i mean it's it fits without really you know writing about it it still fits the theme in a way
1: yeah yeah well i mean all the songs are new so i mean i guess maybe if you didn't have to write them about the pandemic you i guess potentially could have is is there any songs on the album that are specific to the pandemic?
0: No, 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 not at all. But I think if we should draw a parallel, it's definitely like Windows. I mean, thinking about it now, it, it just makes sense. I mean, of course, it could be subconscious that we, we wrote something. And it, it if you think about it now, it really fits the theme.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, even Breathe the Darkness, if you think about that, it's, it's a respiratory uh, condition, disease, infection. Yeah. Right. And people yeah, who exactly. get it, yeah, people who get it have breathed in the darkness, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, they are. And I mean, some are, are obviously dying from it. So, yeah, you could also draw that parallel in, in terms of uh, in terms of the title and lyrics for sure. Wow. But it's like I said, it's, it's people will perceive it differently. It's like we see one thing when we wrote it and, and you read something else into it, you know?
1: Mm hmm. Now, you mentioned initially you had, like, five or six songs. Um, full album is ten songs, and some labels yeah. some labels aren't looking for a full album. So how do we end up with a full album? How do we end up with ten songs uh, through Wormhole?
0: Well, I mean, it's not like the label doesn't want a full album, but usually, from, from my own experience, is that you usually send, like, a couple of songs, and they listen to it, and they just say, well, okay, we like your sound, and some don't have time to listen through a whole album before, you know, signing you. But, but I mean, we just kept going. It wasn't like, okay, we have six songs, let's send it. We had six songs. I sent it out or if it was five. And then we thought the magic number is 10. I don't know why it's an even good number. So (laughs)
1: yeah, yeah, because the thing is you could, I guess you guys could have, and maybe this is more of a, a label decision, but uh, especially in today's market, uh, when touring is so uncertain, uh, you know, to to promote an album, to instead come out with singles for the next, I don't know, three, six, nine months uh, until the whole thing blows over, or uh, release a couple of EPs, break it up. So I just found it an interesting decision to come out with an album.
0: Yeah, but I mean. I like albums. I prefer albums to singles myself because I feel that you have an entire entire album to listen to. You got so much more to choose from. I understand the single concept because it keeps the listeners' attention. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't. We we didn't have a fan base before we started, obviously, because there was no material. So I mean, if we release a single, people wouldn't really notice it. If we release an album, we started promoting a few months ahead, and now people get the album. And then next, for the next release, maybe we'll do a couple of singles before. Maybe we'll do an EP. Um, you know, it, it makes much more sense to yeah. me, at least. Yeah. If it was a more more known band or a more established band, uh, singles would probably be a more well better
1: approach. Hmm. Something you mentioned there was that you didn't have a fan base before coming out and. Uh, I mean, how many bands don't have a fan base before they come out? Uh, or how many bands have been going for for years and don't really have much of a fan base or know their fan base or their fan base keeps changing. So that's a really interesting question. Do you have a fan base now?
0: Um, that's a good question. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Do we? <laughs> we probably have have maybe a few. But to be honest, I am. I haven't really thought about it that much to be honest so much stuff going on it's like we just released the album Friday and you know it always takes at some time before people notice it and we got a few I mean a few uh, responses from it so I guess we have some fans now
1: Okay, <laughs> somebody out there right now is getting a Carnage Alpha tattoo
0: <laughs> that would be pretty awesome <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Like, man, this band just started in May, and you got a tattoo that lasts the rest of your life. That's fantastic.
0: Well, there's always somebody who likes to do something crazy, mm-hmm. right? You only live once.
1: Mm-hmm. This is very true. Uh, so then I guess, uh, realistically then, you guys haven't rehearsed these songs or thing. I've heard things are pretty lax in Sweden as far as restrictions are concerned. So – well. Well, both yes and no, they have actually
0: made some more strict rules now, um just the last month to be honest so so things are less, but not you know st- they still don't want people to like meet or 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 such so
1: okay you know. so have you guys had the chance to come together and actually rehearse these songs, or is this kind of only existed in a lab?
0: This is just a crazy experiment. So we haven't actually met in real life uh, either. What?
1: (laughs) It's true. Wow. Okay. What's that like working with somebody remotely from different ends of the country that you've never met before and creating music that's been signed to a label? You're being interviewed for an album that's just been released. And this is not something that would have been possible if this pandemic had happened even 10 years ago.
0: Well, you know, I've been making music with people like all over the world for the last 10 years. So, I mean, for me, it's not weird to make music with, with people from, from different sides of the country or the, the world, even. Uh, I mean, with today's, Technologically advances and then what you can actually do at home with good equipment it makes things so much simpler and so easy
1: mm-hmm uh-huh. mm-hmm uh-huh. I agree now these ten tracks you guys put together is there a rhyme to the reason for calling the album from there to oblivion is there something that connects the tracks? I know you mentioned that some of the lyrics are done two different people um there necessarily isn't a concept album, but where did the title from there to oblivion come from? And what maybe brought these 10 songs onto the album? Because I'm sure you guys wrote a thousand songs and you had to choose, <laughs> you had to choose the 10 out of, I don't know, maybe 25, 30.
0: Um, actually, no, we just made, <laughs> made ten. we made 10 songs and we, we thought that all of them were good enough for the album. So we haven't made a shitload of songs and just, thrown them away. uh, Because it doesn't work like that. Well, I don't like to throw stuff away. But anyway, for for the title, I wanted it to be from here to oblivion. Mm -hmm. But Matthias said, "No, let's call it from there to oblivion. And I'm like, Okay, it's it's a bit weird, but fine, let's go with it. (laughs) So it's basically, basically, it's just I don't know what what he was thinking, to be honest, but I liked it. So yeah,
1: Well, I mean, from a translation standpoint, I don't know. I get, I don't know as an as a native English speaker, I'm thinking, OK, well, from where I'm standing here to oblivion, whatever the heck oblivion is, I'm imagining some void of space, I guess, somewhere going into that yeah. void of space. And then from there to oblivion is like, aha, it's not me. It's over there. And so I, <laughs> well, exactly. I'm kind of going to walk it, over it, there first and then I can get into oblivion. <laughs>
0: I know, and I, I, that's why I think it's uh, it's it's such a funny, funny title, but it, I mean it works. And the, the whole the whole idea with the artwork and the space of everything, you get that kind of gloomy doomness, you know, from everything. And I think that's our whole point. It's like um, what are they called scar symmetry. Also has as this weird like space uh, abstract uh, thing to their latest albums. And we also like that kind of, of weird abstract thing, but still there are things that are relatable, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Groovy. Now, uh, I think that pretty much includes all my questions. The only thing that I would want to know is since, uh, there's no room for touring on the album. Are you guys working on the next body of work, whatever that is, EP album?
0: Yeah, uh, we actually started making a song like last week. Um, I'm trying to, you know, uh, trying to to fix some small things that, you know, we always hear after after the work is done. You always feel like, oh, you should fix this or change that or blah, blah, blah. So now we're basically just setting up the base for... Uh, next whatever release it will be so we'll see how that turns out
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. beautiful okay is there anything that i missed that you wanted to chat about Freddie? no i think you you pretty much got everything okay all right beautiful well then thank you so much for coming on to the rock metal podcast today Freddie.
0: thank you so much for having me it was fun